41% of Black-owned U.S. small businesses closed between February and April of 2020. A staggering 41% of Black-owned businesses were forced to close their doors in three short months due to the pandemic. Guys, considering our lack of access to capital, the mentorship gap we suffer from, inadequate access to business opportunities, and the disproportionate impact COVID had on our community, it is not surprising that you may want to take the leap into entrepreneurship, but have hesitation about doing so. So today, we're going to talk about the unique challenges we face as a community, but more important, we're going to really dig into what we can do to rise above them so we can design the business and the life that we desire. Welcome to the Christian Women's Business Academy podcast. This is the premier community for God-fearing, high-achieving women entrepreneurs. I am your host, Davida McGee, and I'm a women's business coach. And listen, it wasn't too long ago that I found myself sitting at my computer trying to figure out this thing called business. Now, several years later, I have helped hundreds of entrepreneurs get the clarity and confidence necessary to launch successful businesses themselves. Here in the Academy, we will challenge your view of what you have been taught business should look like and help you truly tap into business the way God designed it. Let's get started with today's episode. Let's start with some statistics. Did you know there are 31 million small businesses in America and over 99.9% of those have fewer than 500 employees? So the store my grandparents used to have in their house was one of the 99.9%. My coaching company is also part of the 99.9%. And yep, you guessed it, your business, it's also part of that 99.9%. Small business is a foundational component of our economic system. For every $1 spent at a small business, approximately 67% stays in the local community. So when your client or your customer who lives in your city or across town from you buys your product or your service, they are directly impacting your community. Starting a business can be challenging for anyone, but as a report prepared by the U.S. House Committee called the State of the Black-Owned Business in America admits Black small business owners face higher hurdles than our white counterparts. So let's talk numbers. According to the 2019 U.S. Census, of the 31 million small businesses in America, only 124,551 were owned and operated by Black people. That's not even 1%. Between 2020 and 2017, the number of Black-owned businesses increased a little over 33%. Now, that's amazing. But then there was COVID, you guys. And in 2020, Black business ownership rates dropped 41% between February and April, the largest rate of any racial group. And it's worth noting that approximately 58% of our businesses were at risk of financial distress before the pandemic. That's compared to about 27% of white-owned businesses. So why are so many Black-owned businesses in financial distress? Oftentimes, as you and I already know, we have very limited access to capital. I remember 
When I launched my coaching company in 2016, I didn't have any money available. I had a poor credit score, you guys, and I had an even poorer bank account. And although I knew I was serious about starting a business, I also knew I didn't qualify for traditional sources of capital. So I didn't even try. I felt like why apply just to get turned down? I'm sure some of you guys can completely understand how I felt because you may be feeling the exact same way right now. And it's not that you don't want to be successful and, and succeed in business. It just feels like the cards are significantly stacked against you. In fact, that same report that I referenced earlier, it says, and I quote, black business owners are more likely than white owners to forego applying for financing because they believe they would be turned down. Sound familiar? Right. It also goes on to say among black employer firms, 37.9 percent reported being discouraged compared to 12.7 percent of white owned white owned firms. You guys, I could go on and on, but I really want to talk about how to overcome the host of unfair practices we face and the limiting beliefs that we have about starting our own businesses, because regardless of everything that I've shared in spite of the reports, findings, we can still absolutely kill it in business. So if you're one of the many people who want to start a service-based business, but have absolutely no idea where to begin, this episode is for you. And if you're one of the people who's already started a business, but you want a few tips to strengthen it, or maybe you want to even possibly relaunch, this will also be beneficial for you. And so today I want to share five tips that you can take to launch or relaunch your business today. The mission of the Christian Women's Business Academy podcast is to help aspiring and existing entrepreneurs align their businesses with biblical principles. A small thing that you can do to help support this mission is to share this episode with a friend and leave a review if you're finding any value on what you're hearing today. Now let's hop right back into today's episode. So today I want to share five tips that you can take to launch or relaunch your business today. Number one, decide what your goals are. You have to figure them out because this will help you determine the right mindset you need to actually see your business through the challenges that we talked about today and the ones that we haven't even mentioned at all. Decide if you want a side hustle, a part-time gig, or something to replace your full-time income. Are you focused on earning money for something short-term, or do you want to earn money long-term? So if you're thinking short-term, here are some more questions to ask yourself. Is there a very specific expense that you want to take care of? Why? Because if you do, your business will have a set start date and a set end date. Do you need new tires for your car? Do you need a roof for your house? Do you need tuition for you or for your child? Because once that project is complete and paid for, you're done with the business. Remember, it has a very specific start date and a specific end date. And if you have a long-term focus, maybe you have um, an investment strategy for retirement that you want to put in place, or maybe you want to replace your full-time income. If so, then you're going to need to have a completely different mindset than what's required for a short-term goal. So the very first thing that you must absolutely do is determine what your goals are. Number two, you want to assess your skills. 
Once you decide if you are planning to keep this business going for the short term or going for the long term, now it's time to ask yourself a couple of questions regarding your skill set. Like, what am I naturally good at? Um, What skills have I acquired? Have I nurtured my talents? What skills have I developed, created, or nurtured as a result of my experience, whether it was work experience, volunteer experience, mentorship you received, coaching you received, or through formal education, like maybe a degree or additional certifications? So what is something that comes naturally to you? For me, I am really good when it comes to teaching. Like I excel at connecting with people. I'm great at building relationships, building trust and making people feel comfortable. I am truly a people person. And when I think about my experience in my own personal education, I have a degree in business and I'm also a certified coach. I was an operations manager. So some of the things that I learned through a decade of experience as a manager was how to lead. I literally had to learn the difference between being a good manager and an effective leader because they are not the same thing. I learned how to take really complex issues and topics and break them down into bite-sized manageable pieces so that people could better understand them. Um, I learned how to be a better trainer. I was already good at teaching, but I learned to become better because I wanted to be a better trainer. And there were a host of other things and other skills I developed through the years and in various positions and assignments. So the question that I have for you is what are you already good at? You have to take an inventory and you must write those things down. That's going to come in handy when we get to step in tip number three, which is I want you to answer a couple of questions. What is something that you do so well that others don't know how to do or they need help doing? And number two, the second question, what problem does that skill actually solve? Okay, so numbers two and three work really, really well together. Tips two and three. So let's say you come to me with a bunch of ideas about what you want to do, but it doesn't really feel like it could be a business to you. I can almost promise you in a matter of one conversation, I will almost instinctually be able to see how we can take your skills, your interests, your ideas, and your passions and turn them into a profitable business. You will walk away with a level of confidence you didn't even think you could have. It's kind of like the person who walks into a plain white room. When everybody else sees four blank walls, this person can actually visualize exactly what to do as a designer to make that room just spring to life. There are people who can look at a challenge and immediately go into leadership mode. They know exactly how to develop the teams. They know exactly who needs to be on which team and what they need to do to get the job done as efficiently as possible. And then in that same group, you'll have other people that are like, I don't need to take the lead. Just tell me what group you need me in so we can get the job done. So the question for you is what do you do so well that other people don't know how to do or they really need help doing, and what problem does that skill solve, right? One of the biggest challenges I see a lot of people struggle with is they develop these businesses that are things they love to do. But the reality is that if it doesn't solve a problem, no one's going to pay for it, nobody. So what problem does your skill set actually solve? You must know that answer to that question in order to start your business. It's like me being able to take that information, take everything that you brought to me and turn it into a business. That's something that's needed. Okay. so number four, tip number four, 
Then you're going to decide on one solution. You guys, this can be one of the hardest parts because when we're in a position where we just need money, like we need oxygen, we will do all the things that someone asks us to do. For example, someone will come to you and say, hey, do you know how to do this? And you'll say, yeah, I do. Pay me. Do you know how to do this? Yes, I do. Pay me. Do you know how to do this? Yes, I do. Pay me. But when you're launching a legitimate business, I want you to focus on only one solution and one solution only. What is it that you specifically help people do? Let's look at me, for example. What is it that I help people do? In the beginning, I did all the things, social media marketing, marketing assistant, email marketing, marketing funnel. I even created graphic images. You guys, I'm not a graphic designer. (laughs) And so now I focus on one thing. I focus on helping aspiring entrepreneurs and existing entrepreneurs launch their businesses and align them with biblical principles. And that's it. How do I do that? By helping people launch their business, pulling that idea out of their head, making it align with biblical principles and actually launching it, taking existing businesses that people have and making sure it actually aligns with scriptures and the Bible. That's all I do now. Nothing else. I offer one solution. Okay. So that's going to be the hardest challenge, especially if You are more money motivated than you are service motivated. Okay. Tip number five, number five, you're going to now share your solution. Listen, now that you have an actual solution, you need to share it. Now that we know what problem you're solving. Listen, you're going to have to tell your family. You're going to have to tell your friends. You're not looking for their approval. What you are doing is letting the world know, listen, you guys, I'm open for business I like to call this a soft launch. You already know about heart launches. That's when a business has like a ribbon cutting ceremony. Everybody knows about it. It's announced. It's in the paper. It's on social media. It's in the news. It's literally everywhere. They've done all the PR that they can possibly do to let the world know we are opening on this particular day. And so at this time, we're cutting the ribbon, but a soft launch for your business looks different. Your soft launch looks like this. Hey, what's that family member? Hey, what's up, friends? What's up, cousins? What's up, sisters? What's up, brothers? What's up, neighbors? What's up, all the people in my circle? I'm starting this business and I wanted to let you know about it. That's what it looks like. It looks like like a lot of word of mouth. It looks like you're actually sharing it on social media. I remember when I first started doing live videos. You guys, I was so nervous. Oh my God. It was a few years ago and I started with Facebook Live. And now, oh wow, probably a thousand videos later, I'm so comfortable on video. And I remember looking for something where I wanted to elevate my brand so I could show up better. And I was really tired of using Zoom. You know how it is. Zoom has your name in the corner in that little black box. And no matter how hard I try, I couldn't get rid of that doggone black box. But I found an amazing platform called StreamYard, and I want to introduce you to it because I want you to try it. Listen, it has elevated my video game so much. I have my brand colors in there. I can create um, verbiage that I want to pop on the screen at various times. I can have up to 10 
participants. So that means I can have guests on shows. Um, I can actually record them and it saves my recordings so I can download them and use them later. Guys, I can stream in multiple destinations all at the same time. So I can stream on LinkedIn, Facebook, in a group. I can do my Facebook business page, my personal page, YouTube, all at the same time. I can schedule it ahead of time. So that means that people can actually click a link to get a reminder so they'll get a notification when I actually go live. And one of my favorite things is that I can add video clips. So I create commercials that go in the middle of my videos. It's so incredible. But I think my all-time favorite feature is the fact that the audience can actually get involved in the conversation. So when they add a comment, it doesn't matter which platform they're watching on, I can then take that comment and pop it up on screen. So if you're looking for a way to elevate your video game, if you want to show up more polished and professional and actually elevate your brand, I want to introduce you to StreamYard. In the show notes today, I'll make sure that there is a referral code. You use that referral code and it'll get you some money off. And you can get started literally for as little as $25 a month with one of their um, popular plans. So enjoy using StreamYard. I absolutely love it. When I first launched my company, Facebook pages were really popular. So I created a business page and I soft launched my company there. I shared that page with a lot of people in my network. I also built a community and I soft launched my business in that community. I would go to networking groups and events and I would let individuals literally person to person know about my company. So you're going to have to share your solution and don't let fear get in the way. There's a reason that you're starting this business and you have to let people know about it. Okay, I've got a bonus tip for you guys. Do you know what your spiritual gifts are? If you do know what they are, my next question is, does your solution align with your gifts so you can serve God's children at a higher capacity? I am so grateful that I took time to learn what my spiritual gifts are because in my case, they do align. And for a long time, I didn't even understand them or know what they were. And I know a lot of us don't necessarily know those things in the beginning. And for a long time, I only operated in one of my gifts, and that was exhortation. I didn't understand my other gifts or try to work on them or develop them. But now I know my spiritual gifts are leadership, teaching, wisdom, and exhortation. So it makes sense that I'm a coach. It makes sense that I train. It makes sense that I teach. In fact, you guys, I don't take my gifts for granted. I still work on developing them. As we speak, I'm in school getting another degree, this time in divinity. And when I work, I ask God to please bless the works of my hands. Before I have a one-on-one coaching session, we pray together because I really want to move out of the way so that God can take over. Why? Because when you add his super to your natural, amazing things can happen. When you start operating in your spiritual gifts, it makes what you're doing so much better and more fulfilling. I was created for this, and I'm so grateful for the calling that I have in my life to operate in this capacity. The reality, though, is when God first called me to coaching, I didn't want to do it because I didn't think I would be good at it, and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I did not understand my gifts at that time, but I'm so grateful for his grace because he helped me develop them. And you guys are watching it happen in real life, in real time. And I am so grateful. Okay. 
So I want to make sure that we have scriptures that are associated with what we do, because remember the goal in this community, you're here because you are starting a business or growing a business and you want it to align with biblical principles. So our scripture for today is 1 Corinthians 12 verses four through seven. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. Okay. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help one another. If you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, or you just want um, to explore them a little bit more, I want to offer you a free guide. This is a guide that my pastor put together, and it's been such a blessing to me. And you can get a copy of it simply by visiting spiritualgift.demetamcgee.com. Now, that is spiritual gift, no S on the end, just spiritualgift.demetamcgee.com. Grab your copy using that link. And to make things easy for you, the link is also in the show notes for today's podcast. Now, as we wrap up for today, I really want to encourage you. You can do this. You can start a business that is profitable for you. I don't care what hurdles we have to overcome. You can start a business that gives you the flexibility you're looking for and that glorifies God at the exact same time. So I want you to go out there and do it. I've got your back and I literally cannot wait to share your success with the world. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I'll see you next week. Be blessed. Yeah. I'm ready to play now. Put me in the game now. I came here to prove it. I'm ready to do it. I can't be afraid now. Put me on the stage now. I'm ready to rage now. I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out. My time, my time None of you people can tell me to stop This time, like the last time You better get ready to race to the I'm top ready to do this Show you what the truth is I step on the field, it's time to get real I'm feeling so ruthless My time, my time None of you people can tell me to stop Lower the lights down Hand over my crown Hand over my heart I do this for my town